I just learned something today. We're all wearing hats. That's true. We all are wearing hats. No, uh, we all have beards. When I've been, li- I've been listening to some podcasts, right? No, nothing in particular. But uh, I realize that anytime I hear anyone say the word emasculate, I mentally correct them to demasculate. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Troy. Dude, there's a, a chick at work that demos our rotisserie chicken, mm. but she says rotisserie. <laughs> and every single time she's like, our delicious rotisserie chicken. It's delicious and nutritious. And uh, I can't get delicious rotisserie chicken. <laughs> So now I can't even spell rotisserie anymore. I I write it out like rotisserie. Dude, that's a a hard word to spell. Rotisserie. So I just like spell it phonetically. Uh, Jake, I need to hear you say ravioli. Holy cannoli. Ravioli. Holy cannoli. God, please kill me now. Give me cancer now, now, God. Welcome to the Cold Bow Podcast. This is Jake, and I'm here with my cold bros. What's up, homie? Oh, hey. nothing much. How are you doing? <laughs> How are you guys? So good. Well, we're 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 great, but we're minus one today. So that's why we're doing great. Yeah, because <laughs> apparently, from a month ago when Scott had strep, he gave Troy strep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Troy's not here. I know how we got it too. Uh, Scott gave him the birthday spankings. That's it. Yeah. Oh, he got strep throat but. through. <laughs> Strap butt. <laughs> Strap butt. <laughs> it hurts so bad to swallow. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Easy, Jake. <laughs> this is a kid show. He is. He is describing <laughs> describing strep throat. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, anyway, geez. I don't um, know where to go with that joke. By the way, I was going to add on to it, but so, uh, here. <laughs> here's here's the key to a good segue after a, after a weird joke. What have you been up to, Reese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not much. I uh, I actually I went up uh, to your family's cabin last weekend. Oh uh, yeah, went yeah, up there for yeah. the deer hunt, and that was a great time. Dude, it's unreal. You guys it was a deer. No, <laughs> did you guys hunt? No, no. Ask Jake what happened. <laughs> Jake can Jake, tell what you what happened. Jake can tell you exactly why we didn't go out hunting. <laughs> <laughs> we woke up uh, I would at, say, at like 5.30. I would say we woke up at the ass crack of dawn, but the sun wasn't even close to Not even at that point. Uh, we got all ready to go. We got all dressed. <clears throat> I put on all my uh, stuff to get out to go hiking, and then I put on my hiking boots and forgot the insoles to my hiking boots. Mm-hmm. So I was just standing straight on my soles of my shoes. Not good for hiking. And like... Taking three steps, I was like, oh, I've already got a blister. <laughs> so instead, I took my shoes off, and Reese and I just sat in the cabin. Oh, jeez. You're getting a lot teary-eyed about it. <laughs> Reese and I just sat. so much fun. We sat in the cabin and uh, did... Uh, you guys are like we watched, all day. we watched some college football. Watched some college football. We went on we a, went on a f- side-by-side ride. Four- four-wheeler ride. My uncle said you can ride it, but you can't hold hands. So we just, <laughs> so we just <laughs> so held, we held something else. Things. <laughs> well, as long as you guys were safe, that's all. We were safe. Oh, of course, we buckled. <laughs> yeah, in. you guys used protection, and we were wearing orange. We oh, wore yeah. an orange. Yep, so, that was fun. That was a good time. You had a lot of really great. Oh, food. two bears! And they yeah. fire you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we are some we really. Did take our we shirts are some off bears. We were, how do you know we took our shirts off? <laughs> <laughs> 
when you wear construction orange, you don't wear a shirt. <laughs> That's a rule. That's rule number 32. I don't know how you got a hold of my uh, I know Snapchat, your password. but uh, anyway, it was good. I think we're going to try and work out a, uh, a cold bow weekend up at the cabin. That's going to be like in the future in the wintertime. We'll do a, we'll do an episode from over the cabin. That'd be awesome. Doesn't that sound like a good yeah. idea? And then it'll sound exactly like this, but we'll be in a cabin. But yeah. we'll be you can you'll in get you'll be out of doors. Yeah, birds it'll chirping. Be it'll be bird, fantastic. Bird chirping. How are you, Kylie? <laughs> <laughs> a lovely wife here to join us. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbing Nintendo games. It's okay. I love her. Grabbing Nintendo games. <laughs> so, Scott, what have you been up to? I know you've been up to something, and I'm excited to talk about it. You scalawag. <laughs> you dog. So, my uh, brother-in-law um, introduced me to a video game is named... the brother-in-law that makes our uh, intro for the show? It is, in fact. Yay. Eric Busby. What's up, dude? Go follow him on the social medias. <laughs> Eric Busby. <laughs> Um, no, he he's a big gamer, and he uh, he had me play Near Automata, which is a uh, it's pretty obscure. It is, but uh, have you guys heard Square, of this game Square at all? Enix makes it? It's a, um, it's a open world R- RPG. Is it open world? Uh, it's it's faux open. It is it is open world. It's just not Open-ish. very big. It's oh, not ish. it's not big. Open-ish. Like God of War. Have you played God of War? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, but yeah, it is it is technically open world. I'd say because you can do side missions and go mm-hmm. wherever you want, but just That's not very big. Yeah, it's it's really good. Um, I've had a lot of fun playing it. It's it's kind of got a couple endings, I guess. I just beat Multiple the first one. Endings. Is it is, is the endings depending on the choices you make, or is it? No, there's no. What is it? The morality tree or whatever. Okay, I don't know if that's what it's called. Something like that. No, there's not that. So it's like hidden endings or. No, you just literally beat the game. As, as far as I know, from what I've played, is you just literally beat the game, credits roll, and then it comes up with a message from Square Enix saying, um, thanks for finishing the game. You can continue on as your companion player. So, Because mm-hmm. the whole game you play with a companion. And so you say, so now you can go play from their perspective. And, uh, and the whole time you're like fighting robots and stuff. And the main character... Um, is a is a woman named Two B because she she's like a a robot as well. But um, you're hacking slash with her, and then you go play as the other guy, and he's more like a hacking guy, so you can hack into him and make him explode. And so it's like different gameplay each each playthrough. It seems like so <coughs> so you just get it from a different perspective. You see his story instead of her story. Is it the exact same levels over and over, or do they add to? No, the, <coughs> there are. Um, like even the it's the same exact uh, story mm-hmm. levels, um, and then there are some shared uh, um, side quests, and then there's some unique side quests. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard great things about this game. Okay. Yeah, it came out last year, 2017. I know a lot of people were trying to get it to be their like game of the year on like gaming websites and such. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I was watching this review on it. I didn't finish the review because I didn't want it to spoil anything. But that one of the big things the guy mentioned was that all like the um the reviews on it are like just like glowing reviews. Like this is the best game. This is a great game. You, it's an important game. It's going to change things, all this stuff. And then they give it nine out of 10. Like no one would give it a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but 
yeah it's a it's a really good game so far yeah yeah i want to get my hands on it but i it's probably like a huge time commitment that's what i keep hearing no it, it's actually like i beat it in like a week this first one no i'm not i'm not completely done yeah and i don't play games fast I'm not super good at them. Um, I, I put this First one at the easiest. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not great. I like the story. So, um, and there's a lot of like, you can put auto stuff on. So like, because because the um, every character has like this little robot thing that flies behind you, like a little uh, drone thing. Mm-hmm. And and so it's really cool because it's like uh, katana swords and stuff. Um, but then you also have this thing that shoots, and so you're controlling the thing that's shooting, and you're fighting with the swords at the same time. Oh. And so you're like, you have to use all your fingers. So it's, that was it's like, uh, cool. oh, there was an old show, like at a, there was an old video game where you could be like a wizard or a warrior or a Valkyrie, and it was like the camera was above, and you had like a little monster that went with you i know exactly what you're talking about but I was called. now that you said that it. was a really fun game Gauntlet? too yes yes Gauntlet. yeah that was and a so you game. controlled two people at the same yeah, time so you control the little thing on you and where it's shooting at stuff uh-huh. like if you're a wizard you had a dragon and you controlled where the dragon was shooting and then you were casting your spells in a different direction it was great yeah so, it's similar so to that. you said you have to use all your fingers all on your what hands happens, what, what happens if you don't have pinkies <laughs> You, you, you uh, drop the controller. <laughs> what if you have ten fingers but no pink? But no pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> uh, what about you, Chris? What have you been up to? Um, We're just gonna leave that joke lying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I saw, and this is a while ago, but we never had this discussion. But I saw Venom, and it sucked. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I, so uh, I'll be honest. I'll, I loved it. No, I would I see was, it again. I was entertained. I loved the movie, yeah. but it was a bad movie. It was a bad movie. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to disagree. I I was entertained. I and I I was I didn't have high expectations because no, I saw not the at reviews. All. I was like, oh, this is going to be a stinker, whatever. And then I saw the movie. I was like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. My, my favorite line too was when Venom goes up to the other Venom, who's never heard of in my life, and I've been reading comics forever. And then Venom approaches what was him. His and name? Riot. Riot. And Riot's all Venom. Get in the rocket. And Venom's all no. And they start fighting. And I was like, Oh, who wrote this? This yeah. is so bad. Yeah, it was. Yeah, the not writing great. was really poor. Oh man, the and writing, like, especially for the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was really especially bad. for the villain, like the worst bad guy. And like, like, with how much comic book movies have progressed, and we have this like terrible. Yeah, for, for a Marvel, yeah, uh, movie, it, it was oh, it was, it was a stinker. So I mean, there was. I there was funny moments. Yeah, like there was. How did you feel about like the sexual relationship between Venom and uh, Michelle Williams? No, oh. and uh, Tom Hardy. Because like, the, I know I think you're the only one that saw that. Well, <laughs> Explain you, no. yourself. So you like, up on something that I'm no, not sure is there. No, 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 no. It's definitely there. If the you go back and watch it, a little it. intrusive. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. So there's just a lot. There was a lot of comments where. It's like there's like a it was a strange relationship that they had together. But then the thing that was the worst was when Michelle Williams in the Venom costume or in the Venom in the symbiote suit makes out with Tom Hardy. But like that's also Venom's tongue. And Venom was super into it. It was it was crazy. Like I did not like I that. Th- that. That's a, a pretty obvious one where it's like, yeah, 
she is, she wouldn't have done that if it wasn't if Venom wasn't right. in her body. Well, no, I think she would have, but Venom also had to be a part of it. As you well. have your lowers your inhibitions. I mean, he can read your mind, so I think yeah, they is, have a thing for each other. Yeah, it is pretty intimate because he's in his mind. But yeah. uh, it was weird. It made me uncomfortable. That, that's literally I literally did not have that thought at all. Oh, I, I just did. think you're a weirdo. Well, I think it's 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 a somewhat valid and interesting. Uh, there's train other, of thought. There's other comments. There's other comments that Venom makes to Tom Hardy that are just they're intimate which they do have an intimate relationship but it was just they so were strange I, I feel like i'm back in film school where someone's trying to put sexuality into a movie <laughs> where it's not there no 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 because that's basically it's, it's every there class in film school is oh how does this describe the you're, sexuality you're watching jungle book you're like you're ruining this movie for me right <laughs> now. <laughs> dude and like we went to michelle williams what a passenger she was in that movie. Oh, yeah. She just was there for a paycheck. She is so talented. So she talented. She was just there for a paycheck. They had no chemistry at no. all. I sad. I would venture to say that Tom Hardy doesn't have much chemistry with many other actors. Uh, I heard that he has problems with like every person he acts Yeah, with. that's like, what I've heard as well. Head. Like He's kind of a jerk is, yeah. what, I'm, is what I'm learning. Hmm. Like Apparently, he punched that director in the face on The Revenant. Oh, wow. Like, he just knocked him out. Okay. To be fair, I think about three quarters of the people who worked on that movie wanted to punch him in the face. Oh, Probably, yes. yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He, coming, you know, Leo, co- here's a horse heart. Eat this. Action. Punch. <laughs> <laughs> coming from, uh, coming, co- having, having read some of the articles and, and heard some of the stories that came out of that movie specifically, uh, the, Alejandro and Yuritu uh, really uh, mistreated his crew. Mm-hmm. On that I could movie. see that, and they to the point where like there was a bunch of film, pe- like actual film people that boycotted that movie because they didn't want to give that man more money to be able to go out and do stuff like that again and really hmm. bushwhack his crew. Was he trying to like? pull an Alfred Hitchcock and like try to get emotion or like raw emotion on this. Not Alfred Hitchcock more. Uh, oh, what's the guy's name? 2001, a space odyssey, Stanley Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick, more Stanley oh. Kubrick than Alfred Hitchcock. But yeah, it was it, the, the, a lot of the rumors, a lot of things coming out of that movie. Anyway, I don't know. Why he's I'm a, he's a good in, filmmaker too. Like, yeah. I, like oh, yeah. I, I didn't like the revenant. I love the Revenant. I liked uh, Birdman, uh, Children of Men. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I love that. The movie. Mexican filmmakers are where the, f- the good money. movies are coming out of right now. That's where the awards go. With yeah, Inurito and Cuarón and uh, and uh, that's it. No, oh, uh, Guillermo uh, del Toro. Del Toro. Yeah. Isn't he from Spain though? No, he's Mexican. Same Definitely thing. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't let them hear. Let you. Don't let them hear you say that. So. Um, what I've been doing, you mentioned Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually just, while I was at work last week, I th- I had some downtime, and I and someone started uh, whistling uh, song. No song from Jungle Book, not Jungle Book. Whistling Robin song Hood? from Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> So there yeah, that one—that's the song. Uh, that's it. 
And then I thought to my, I was like, wait a second. Little John and Baloo are the same person. You never knew that? No. Are you serious? Ka, Ka and Sir Hiss, Sir Hiss. Just different are the colors. same, they're the same person. Yeah, same voice actors. Yeah. So, so I like started doing, I started researching this and researching like. Why? Re, no, recycled Oh, have you seen uh, that scenes, YouTube video? Recycled scenes oh, yeah. shots that Disney has had in the past? Like the Snow White, um, the dancing scene in Snow White is copy-pasted into Robin Hood? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And the... the um, uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of them between Robin Hood and, and Jungle Book. And Aristocats is in there a lot, too. Yeah. But, like... Like the, there's a part where an elephant goes to bugle and someone grabs its yeah. its trunk and that it's in both of them. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff with Ka and Sir Hiss. There's a bunch of stuff with Baloo and Little John. But then like there's one with uh, in Jungle Book where Mowgli is kind of just wandering around the woods and he's crawling up this rock and he's doing. And then when you put it over the top of uh, Winnie the Pooh. It's the exact same scene really? of Christopher Robin wandering through the forest with Pooh and going up and over the thing. It, like, dude, it real mature, man. <laughs> I couldn't help it. <laughs> it. Like when I started looking at recycled scenes and shots from Disney, like mm-hmm. it blew my mind. And I went into like a deeper dive than I should have. I spent way too much time like just digging down into that. So that's what I've been doing. <laughs> There's the one too, where you know the end of the movie where the princess dances with the prince. Oh yeah, do like the waltz, and then the the scene kind of changes. Yeah, yeah. the same scene in like Little Mermaid, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. They use it all at the very end. Huh. They, yeah. they could like play like all four scenes at the same time, and they're just dancing around. Interesting. Yeah. So they just replace their faces, or they recolor, or they put change the background, mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's exactly. I mean, it was same all hand drawn, so like, yeah. I don't really blame them. I'm sure that. And and the way they do animation is you draw on plates, so you draw the background on one plate, you draw oh, the main yeah. character on another plate, and so you can just you can just change out the background for whatever you yeah. need, and so it's yeah yeah anyway, uh, it was a uh, it was took up way too much of my time over the last week, but yeah, get on YouTube and look up. Um, Disney recycled scenes and uh, and uh, enjoy yourself. I guess <laughs> it's. I mean, pop a bag of popcorn. I think it's interesting. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, before movie we get history to our topic is too. movie history like that is really cool. Like you can get into a ton of weird stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Uh, before we get to the topic, I just wanted to say that I saw Halloween twice. Mm, twice, I faced, I faced my fear. Wow, uh, Michael Myers is still horrifying. But this movie was so well made that it warranted a second watch, I think. Um, yeah. It's really good. I've heard Dude, it's great. It's like... Uh, that shot in the previews where the girl's in the bathroom and she's like, hello? Uh-huh. And he drops teeth. Uh-huh. He, like, puts his hand over the stall and opens his hand and just a half dozen teeth drop onto the floor. And she's looking down going, what are he, those? He has like size 28 <laughs> shoes. <laughs> she's looking on the floor going, over. what are those? And as soon as she realizes their teeth, he like grabs the bathroom stall and rips it out of the ground. You see like a bloody hand grab the door. And just start like hand. pulling the stalls out. And she's, yeah, I was like, doesn't he like, ah! doesn't he like physically just rip this guy's teeth out? Yeah. Well, 
you don't ever see it. They, oh. they do this smart thing of never showing mm. him. I mean, they show a couple times, but they leave more to the imagination. And it was, uh, it was almost like a love letter to the original because mm. there's like that's there's like eight Halloween movies. This is a yeah. direct sequel to the first. That's what I was. So the the guys that I was listening to talk about it were Bill Simmons and Shay Serrano. Oh, I know them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, personally, yeah. Uh, they and they basically said that they they made it as if all the other six or seven or however mm-hmm. many were made were not made at all and they literally just wanted to make it as if yeah as if the other ones didn't happen and just yeah. pick up where it left off so they do a lot of the same stuff from the first one like there's a stationary camera and they follow michael myers and he picks up a weapon and they zoom yeah, in they, the said weapon. It, they said it falls him like and for then, like a couple blocks and then he goes into someone's house beats this woman to death with a hammer and then they don't see it, but then the cameraman goes in and she's laying on the table all bloody. And then you hear a baby crying and he's walking towards the baby and you're like, no, they're not. No, come on. No. And then like, I'm not going to say what happens, but then it follows him <laughs> out into the next house, into the next house, all one single camera. I need shot. to go see it. Uh, it's um, That part's amazing. But it's like uh, if they wrote a slasher movie with like the plot is that the the damage and the PTSD that you would suffer from an event like that carries on yeah. and the police have a profile on this person. They know exactly how he thinks and they set up like a perimeter to try to stop him. So it's like clever policing along with the victims suffering from this huh. crazy person. It is. It's so good. I need to go see it. Yeah. So I uh, like going just adding on to what you said about like not it doesn't necessarily show the violence like yeah. him actually I mean, there's, hitting a there's lady violence well of but. course but he doesn't it doesn't necessarily show him smacking a lady with a hammer mm-hmm. right and that goes like with good horror films i think mm-hmm. like not showing not showing the actual violence goes a long way in like making it more violent because mm-hmm. My imagination yeah. is more violent than anything you can get on camera, mm-hmm. basically. And they they did it with Jaws because they had to. Yeah. But because they did it with Jaws and because everybody was just like, oh, my gosh, like all you saw was just water shaking and then a kid in the middle of it and then blood spraying everywhere. Yeah. Like it was much more vi- that was much more violent than actually showing the shark bite a kid in mm-hmm. half. Right. Our imagination is much more vivid than what we can see on the screen. And I think that it's cool to see it when a when a horror film does that rather than when they get it wrong mm-hmm. and say, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to show the monster from the beginning. We're going to show the monster just tearing people apart. Yeah. We're going to use all the CG we can get and just show. Well, also. And it's not and it's not nearly as effective. It also shows in those cases, like I feel like it shows the perspective of someone that would be there, like you were there. Like 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 on Jaws, it was like the perspective of someone at the beach that, right, that right, saw it from right, the distance, right. or like like this uh, the one that you just described in Halloween, where it's like someone watching him from mm-hmm. from a single place across the street, watching him walk around there, doing that. There's stuff. a cool scene. I don't, I don't want to spoil it because like you guys want to see it, but there's a scene where like it follows him, and then he peers into someone's window, and the cameras there with him, and you can see his reflection in the window, and then the camera just stays there. And he leaves and he starts walking around the house and you can see a shadow going around the house. Oh, geez. And then he goes into the house and the camera just stays there like a kind of a voyeur. Mm. Yeah, that, it's, that's what I was about to say. It's oh, more of like a voyeuristic oh way of viewing it. He's, just that's such awesome. a, he's such a creepy character. He's, just he's like, the creepiest. I know, dude. It was it was a good movie. 
I'm going to go see it for sure. Sweet. I've never seen any of them. And I don't plan on ever seeing <laughs> it. So, I mean, I, I didn't have trouble sleeping or anything, if that's what, like, it just. Yeah. I, and we talked about this with the other episodes, but, like, the hacker slasher movies don't really bother me as much. They're not my favorite. I'm mm-hmm. not, like, I'm not, a tra- I'm not drawn to those types of movies. Yeah. But they don't bother me as much as, as other ones. The possession type ones are the ones that really bother me. However, I'm not sure if I'm if I <laughs> want to go watch this movie. But yeah. anyway, moving on. Moving uh, on. Reese is the one with our uh, with our episode today. Yeah, Reister. Uh, we. Uh, I wanted everybody to watch a movie called Murder by Death. Another hack and slash one. <laughs> yeah. Another spoof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, so it was 1976. Um, it's an older movie. It was a different time. Yeah, it was. I Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> I love this movie so much. So just a little background. I'll give a little background on the movie and how I came to know it. Um, so the movie, 1976. It came out, <laughs> it came, and then you watched it. <laughs> well, so, Some years later. Some, some many years later. I actually saw this for the first time like maybe two years ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I figured you grew up with it. No, I, I didn't. So uh, this movie starring Peter Falk, Alec Guinness, uh, Peter Sellers, Eileen Brennan, Truman Capote. He's Capote. the guy. Capote. Capote. He's the guy yeah. who wrote uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Uh, he's a famous writer. Not necessarily. Capote. Truman Capote is a weird, creepy dude. Super weird guy. Uh, James Coco, Elsa Lanchester, David Niven, uh, Maggie Smith. Yeah. That was She's the weirdest a, one. She was kind of a fox, right? Yeah, yeah was dude. a fox and had some bitties. Yeah. Like, Holy she was easily my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> she was amazing in the movie. Yeah. I think she was everyone's was so favorite nice part. to see her not being like some like uptight like teacher like authority figure. Right, right, yeah. right. Uh, James Cromwell, right? <laughs> James like Cromwell, twenty right. years old. He's so funny in this movie. Anyway, so I came to know this movie. Uh, my best friend, shout out to Kyle Brogdon. We How started many best doing this friends thing. You have. Best friend for me is a tier, not a person. Am I in that top tier? Yeah, yet? you guys are in that tier. Oh, dude, I yeah. made it. You guys I are in that tier. Made it. Yeah. Um, I'm in Blue Diamond. I never, thought of, <laughs> I never thought I'd be a person's best friend before. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, we used to be neighbors. We just lived down the street from each other. And he has like a 160-inch projector, uh, like theater seating and everything. And we would get together and watch movies all the time. And we decided that we wanted to... Um, like each uh, once a week, we just choose like one of our favorite movies that the other person hadn't seen, and we watch them. So like we watched Lonesome Dove because that's my favorite movie that took like eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, this is his favorite movie, Murder by Death. And I watched this, and I was kind of concerned because he said it's a lot like Clue, and yeah. I love the movie Clue. Um. So I was I was hesitant, but I came away from this movie. Now it's one of my favorites. I just it makes me laugh so hard. And the background on the movie is um, this rich uh, kind of stranger invites the it's, world's it's the body <laughs> invites the his name is uh, uh, Lionel, Lionel Twain. Twain. He's played by Truman Capote, and he invites the world's greatest criminal minds, criminal in, uh, investigators. Um, to his home to solve a crime that has not yet been committed and he wants to prove that he's smarter than all of them. And that's the premise of the movie. 
and hilarity ensues, mystery uh, in abundance. And it's a it's very silly. Very silly. Lots of one-line jokes that just throw away. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I, I love this movie, and it starts it's it starts these people lost in fog on this back road trying to get to the home, and uh, David uh, David Niven plays Dick Charleston. He says one of the best lines of the movie, and it's one of the very first lines. This car pulls up to him. They're lost. They don't know where they're going. And he comes up to the car, and he's like, excuse me, I'm looking for a white wang. <laughs> There's Have you seen a little white wang? <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then the white son's wang. like, white wang? Yeah. A white wang? Because <laughs> there's a guy in the car whose name is Wang. <laughs> yeah. That, it's, it's fantastic. That's kind of how I knew, too. I was like, oh, this is going to be potty humor <laughs> right from yes. the start. Yeah. So I want to hear what you guys thought about this movie. I, Chris, I know you had seen it at one point. Yeah, I, uh, it's my dad. It's one of my dad's favorite movies. Peter okay. Sellers is my dad's favorite actor. He's amazing. He mm-hmm. might be the greatest comedic actor in all of history. Peter Sellers. He's amazing. And he's like such a character actor that you... I think there's a an, an interview with him. It's kind of famous, but he was like, if you were to ask Peter Sellers to play Peter Sellers in a movie, I wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah. He's like, I don't even know who I am anymore because <laughs> he plays all these characters. He's, he's for those of you who don't know, he's the original pink Panther. Clouseau. Uh, yep. Inspector Jacques Clouseau. Yeah. It's anyway, he's uh, he played three characters in Dr. Strangelove <laughs> or, or, how I learned to stop worrying and and, and embrace and love the, the bomb. And love the bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played three different characters. One of them was Doctor Strangelove, the president of America, and uh, and then he played like some British military guy. Yeah, he but, is like, British. Yes. Yeah, and he. <laughs> I when my dad told me that they were all three the same character, I I, I was blown away. I didn't even the first time I saw, it, I was like, "No, he's not." So he's, he's playing a Chinese unreal. man in this movie. Oh, the <laughs> most racist portrayal of a Chinese person. Not the Fa- most false teeth. The, not the false most. Teeth. The most he, is breakfast Tiffany's. Talk, talk like this, and talk he like this. he doesn't say his prepositions. But like. He wasn't well, like they were self they're self aware about right, it. Right, right, right. He wasn't like a, a throwaway character. He was like a very intelligent, yeah. very sarcastic. Well, here's very the funny. thing. Basically every character in this movie, mm-hmm. except for maybe one, is a main character. It's a small cast. There's they're all in basically a house for the whole movie. And so there's not there's not many throwaway char- uh, characters at all. They they all play. They're all, and I I did a lot of research on this, but they're all based on other spies, other spy characters, whatever detectives from different books and movies. Mm -hmm. So like Peter Falk is in it, and he plays. I don't even Sam Sam Diamond. He's my favorite part. Sam Spade is the original character, and he's like Maltese Falcon. He's the he's the detective that calls all the girls dames. Dames, that's that's his character. And I guess um, Wang but, but, is Charlie Chan. Charlie Chan. And yeah. I was like, who the hell is Charlie Chan? And I Googled him. I was like, oh. This, <laughs> just some white dude in like brown makeup. <laughs> pretending to be like a Chinese detective. It was like, oh, this, what a different time. He was like Very around in the times. 30s and 40s. Yeah. And so they were bold enough to remake Charlie Chan in the 70s. I was like, wow. Fantastic so, stuff. Um, Sam Diamond. By far, the best part of the whole movie. 
It's when Sam Diamond goes, I never did anything to a man that I wouldn't do to a woman. <laughs> I like it, too, because that's right after the his girlfriend said they found him in a gay club. And he looks good and he's all, bitch. <laughs> he said it really effeminate. He picked, too. picked him up in a, awesome. in a gay bar and he's like, I was working, honey, every night for six months. Yeah, you get $50 a day. What are you going to do? <laughs> So I guess I'll kind of give my thoughts first. And uh, I couldn't help but compare this movie to other movies. Apparently around the same time, there was a fad of big, scary, haunted house movies that were funny. There was Clue, obviously, like you said. But then there was Private Eyes. There was Haunted Honeymoon. Mm -hmm. And then there was, I'm looking at this up now, there's The Spiral Staircase, The Cat and the Canary, House of the Long Shadows, uh, Bloodbath at the House of Death. Stuff like that. Lots um, of them. And I couldn't help compare it to all of them. And I don't know if it's just because I saw this one most recently, but Murder by Death is probably my least favorite out of all of those. Um, like Clue is one of my favorite movies. I love Clue. We talked about Private Eyes earlier, and I just, I just love Private Eyes. Um, but I felt like, to me, the jokes... And like you said, the jokes are kind of nuanced. You kind of have mm-hmm. to pay attention. Yeah. And maybe I wasn't. But I felt like some of the jokes just went over my head or they were just coming too fast and I would miss them. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I, it, it warrants a second yeah. watch just to just to catch I watched some it of the twice, jokes. too. Mm-hmm. But I felt like the scale of this movie is smaller. Mm-hmm. Like there was only like four or five sets built. And yeah. they just kept yeah. using those rooms over and over. <laughs> um, but those are my... Wasn't really my thoughts on it. Is like I, I couldn't help. Well, well if you think about it, you have to double however many rooms there are. Right, <laughs> right. Two. two of everything. Two of everything. Oh. Yeah, and that see that was even a funny joke too. Was when that uh, Dick Charleston came thirty seconds later, and he's like, "There's two of everything." Like, That's old news. <laughs> That's sweetheart. old news, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I so, love. Gosh, yeah. there were some weird like unfinished jokes that like. The, I was going to call him the French guy, but he's Belgian. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Frenchie. I'm a Belgian. Poirot. The Belgian. Yeah, the guy who acts like Poirot. Yeah. Uh, the Belgian guy comes running back in the in the, in the butler's, the butler's clothes. clothes for some reason. He's like, don't ask. I'm like, what? I said, don't ask. And they never explained it. And then it. they yeah. never explained it. It's like, funnier that way. What is going I on? I'm sure they filmed something for it, but they just never ex- explained it. <laughs> Which I agree made it funnier. I think the ending too, like the ending is super cool. Like it's kooky. It like kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, the ending is not great. When they were like, "This is payback for all of your bad novels and introducing characters in the last two chapters." But it was really funny for me to see Alec Guinness play different character, like play a woman, (laughs) but but not dress up as a woman, but just emote as a woman. It was so great. Because he's ugly. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're passable as a man, but as a woman. <laughs> you're, you're a hideous. dog. You're a dog. Yeah, you're a, a dog. dog. <laughs> but that, so that joke earlier that Jake made about <laughs> having ten fingers but no pinkies, yeah. that's directly from this movie when they're describing Lionel Twain that he doesn't have any pinkies. He's like, any interesting uh, physical features? He doesn't have any pinkies. So he only has eight fingers. No, no, no. He has he's got ten, ten fingers. fingers, just no pinkies. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> and then, like, how did you get all this information? I just called him. Oh, good idea. <laughs> oh, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things like, like I love, <laughs> I love uh, right near the beginning of the movie. 
Sam Diamond and his uh, date, we'll call her. <laughs> I don't really know. His mistress. His mistress. His mistress, his mistress that he wouldn't kiss. <laughs> you know he like wouldn't kiss, sweetheart. <laughs> He's like, she's like, just give me a kiss. He's like, no, I don't kiss. Come on, just this once. No, I don't like kissing. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, but the part they run out of gas, and she's like, one of us was one of us is going to have to go back to to town and get some gas. And as he hands her the gas can, he goes, "I'll tell you this much, baby." I'm going to miss you. I'll be waiting for you. (laughs) So funny. Gosh, dang it. Uh, Yeah. Sam Diamond. Every every word that comes out of his mouth. This is Peter Falk. Mm -hmm. Was just gold to me. Everything was amazing. Usually one of us in here is pretty decent at at, uh, mimicking someone's accent or the way they talk. But nobody, I don't know if anybody in the world can mimic Peter, Peter Falk. Falk. No way. Peter Falk's voice. The I, I guess the I mean, yes, yes, very smart. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> that 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 line is the closest I can get, and that's that's from Princess Bride. He, but Peter Falk's the best. I <clears throat> seriously. <laughs> I was talking to you guys, and I was saying, if someone can supercut a video of Peter Falk <laughs> arguing with himself, <laughs> it would be like they do about with Joe Rogan. Have you yeah. seen yeah. those videos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If they can do that with Peter Falk, oh, I would kill. It would. I would die. It would be the funniest thing. But yeah, Peter Falk's delivery of the Sam Diamond character is great when he's uh, when he's talking to uh, um, what's his name, uh, David Niven, uh, Dick Dick Charleston. And he says, I don't know what you are. You're not a sissy. I know that. But uh, you ever made it with a with a waitress? Excuse me? You know, a big, fat, blondie waitress. You ever made it? I'll tell you this. You, you ain't never lived until you made it with a big, fat, blondie waitress. If you're ever interested, give me a call. And then he gives him a little wink. Yeah. <laughs> and then walks away. You're like, what? No sense at all. The walks away. And then, and then Dick, is, Dick Charles is like, what just happened? And then he, as he's walking away, he's like, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so that weird. that whole he, interaction when they come in and they find, they find the, the butler naked and he's like, you take, you, you, you look over the body, look for, <laughs> for any wounds. And he's like, why do I have to? Why don't you look at it? He's like, I'll tell you, you got a good idea. Or he says, why don't we both look at it? Look it over. That's a good idea. You take a look at the first naked body we find. I'll take a look at the second one we find. <laughs> so great. And then, to carry that joke even further, uh, Peter Falk walks away, turns his back to the situation because he doesn't want to see how gross it is that he's looking over this naked body. And then all of a sudden he goes, oh, wait. Uh, yes, I, I think I see something. He's like, what do you see? Oh, oh, n- never mind. <laughs> That's not a bullet hole. <laughs> That's not a bullet hole. <laughs> So funny, and, and then, then he has to go. Turns around and goes, "What? What? <laughs> like, like dry heaves." And then, uh, then he has to go wash his hands after he's done looking over the body. <laughs> oh man, it was so weird. It was so I, I can't get over how weird this movie was. I know, and like, like it, it ratcheted up every time. Anytime uh, Truman Capote was on the screen, like, oh my god, he's such a weird, creepy dude. I, I changed my mind. My favorite part, my favorite part of the movie, <laughs> is when is when. Uh, uh, Peter Sellers keeps calling the moose a cow. <laughs> <laughs> and the cow on wall keep talking to us. <laughs> it's, so moose. it's a moose, you 
idiot. Oh, and God, say God. your GDRs. <laughs> <laughs> it is a moose. <laughs> Oh, when he keeps calling her a cow, it was the best. That was that was my favorite one. <laughs> oh, it's really, really funny. Um, I also really loved uh the uh uh James Cromwell. He was like twenty in the, I don't even know how old he was in this movie. He was young in this movie. And what the hell was he wearing to sleep At in? <laughs> I had no like I thought it looked gonna, like it was lingerie. Yeah, I thought they were gonna address it, but it, it was no. just apparently normal. I don't know. Yeah. German dungeon porn turned up. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. It was super How uncomfortable. Tall is, he? is he like eight feet tall? I think he's really tall. <laughs> <laughs> he's super tall. Uh, but then let's talk about uh, Alec Guinness's character, uh, Benson Mum. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention James Cromwell's. He can feel it in his boons. <laughs> I can feel it in my boons. In my boons. In my boons. You did not tell me. <laughs> in my boons. In my boons. In my body. In my boons. In my body. I thought that was funny. He was, it was really funny in this movie. Gosh, he looked so young. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, but so Alec Guinness as the blind butler. Just cracked me up every time he was on screen. I was just laughing so hard when he closed the door. <laughs> I just opened it the rest of the way. It's such a stupid joke, but yeah. I, I like kind of guffawed. Hold on, let me close the door. He opened, opened it. Up. <laughs> Opens it up the rest of the way. I was like, oh my. When they walk, so when they walk past the the dog, and he's like, that would be the cat. <laughs> When, Do you feed your cat dog food? <laughs> so super. Just when they're like, when he's like, how did you know the thing was going to fall right where it did? Because there's footprints. It's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> they even got the right size. They even got the right size. And then the guy's like, I got hit in the head. I was standing in a Chinaman's footprints. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I'm laughing my ass off right now, but I, every time I'm just like, it's so dumb. It was the stupidest movie. <laughs> That's the thing. It's really, really dumb, and the jokes are really silly, it, but it just it just gets to me every time I watch it. I and laugh the, so the hard. The jokes aren't even like, uh, they're not like precious with their jokes. It's not like no. higher class. No. There's like a, a necrophilia joke. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what would anyone want with a dead body? And he's like, well, and he whispers in her ear, and she's like, ooh, that's Ooh, tacky. That's tacky. And she's like smiling as she says, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith making a necrophilia joke. (laughs) 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 That's one of the best parts. That was my favorite part. It was really, really good. She was great in this movie. She was so, and like you said, it's so nice to see her not. As like, like a she gets old to woman. cut up a bit, and mm-hmm. she gets to be like she wore a dress that showed off a lot of cleavage, and mm-hmm. she got to she got to act like a like a rich man's wife. And, and maybe got, that's coming from our perspective because we are young. All we know, know, all we know. Professor yeah. McGonagall. So, so I'm sure or people, from the Sister Act. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. But like we, it was it, it's very it was very cool to see her acting in a different role than we're used to seeing her. in. All right. Is there anything? <laughs> I actually had something I wanted to mention, but I it kind of s- slipped my mind. So you keep talking, and I'll think of it again. Oh man, well, I want to hear what everybody else had to say about it. So we know Chris didn't really like it that much. I mean, 
I laughed. I thought it was funny. I liked the jokes, but like, like I said, I couldn't help compare it to like right. just the other movies that are exactly like. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I think I had a very similar reaction. Where if it was between this and Private Eyes, I'd probably watch Private Eyes. But yeah. th- th- it was a it was a good funny movie. And and the more we talk about it, the more I'm enjoying like the jokes. Yeah. Um. And and I would. I only watched it once. I'd like to watch it again just to try and pick up on more of them. And 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 it was nice. That it was kind of a quick watch. Is hour yeah, and thirty minutes. Not very long. Um, and I felt like it could have used like twenty a more little more too. story building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the one and, thing, and they could have polished the ending. Um, the ending it, was not good for for a movie that's all about like detectives and noticing details and like uncovering things and like being like all around like a an observant person. For the ending to be like. It was really rushed. It, it was really rushed, and like, oh no, they didn't notice that Truman Capote's dead body was actually a robot, but then it actually was a dead body, and then like it was just it, it was so like well, it was that, really that was, that was a point too. They were trying to make a joke, or yeah. that uh, that Sam Diamond isn't really Sam Diamond, but then he even is. though everybody knew. Who Sam, Sam Diamond when he walked in, and then when he's like, "I'm not Sam Diamond, I'm an actor." That's Sam Diamond, and nobody was like, "Um, no, I know, <laughs> I know you because from the past because like, the the one uh, British lady that brought in her maid, that was, yeah, but like they nurse hugged, the, nurse. yeah, they they hugged at the beginning because they knew each other, uh-huh. and so it's like that 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 was what I, I know it was all for a gag and it was just like a joke, but um, it was kind of poking fun at the genre of bringing in characters late and, and late reveals to, to make the, uh, as, as like a twist where it's kind of a rule in, um, in these type of movies that you have to prepare the audience beforehand before you do this big reveal. And so, and so the, it's poking fun at, at those late reveal things. Speaking of the nurse, how about when they're all sitting around the table and they're all holding hands and Sam diamond turns to, to the guy next to him and he goes, She's fingering my palm, the old dirty broad. <laughs> Stop, it. Stop it! Stop it! And she's like 104. Yeah. She's fingering my palm, the old dirty I remembered what I wanted to say because it made me giggle pretty good. <laughs> when uh, they have, there's two rooms that they like somehow magically transport back and yeah. forth to, whatever. That's a kind of running joke. But Benson Mum mm-hmm. is dead and he's naked, and that's why he's looking through his body. And then Poirot leaves and comes back, and only his clothes are there, yeah. stand, sitting upright. So he pulls a key out of his pocket and comes back with it. And they're like, his body was gone. And he's like, well, and where did you get this? He's like, from his pocket. And he's like, his body was gone, but his pockets were still there. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so I've got Troy's thoughts on it, too. He sent it to me. Okay. Thoughts on Murder by Death by Troy, a memoir. <laughs> First word, dumb. I understand when it was made it was enjoyable and the comedy was probably gold back in the day I understand how it could be a family favorite movie that's been passed on and enjoyed with your kids I think he's assuming that's you it's not at all there were a few times where I had a smile on my face and enjoyed the humor the old lady and the gas (laughs) that was pretty funny that was pretty funny Wang and Willie the adopted Japanese son the end when they point out the cheap gimmicks the detective novels used in the end when the movie was guilt what the movie was guilty of also, shoes. Remember that when they're all gunshot, gunshot. The old woman goes, shoes. Oh, yeah. Shoes. Just 
However, watching it for the first time alone as a 32-year-old in 2018, the jokes weren't very funny and just kind of dumb. The best performance was Alec Guinness as Benson Mum, the blind butler. His portrayal of different characters at the end was good. I couldn't decide if I liked Wang, the offensively stereotypical Chinese Super person. offensive. His constant fortune cookie Confucius-like words of wisdom was funny, but it was better when they kept pointing it out. His character would be considered highly offensive in today's culture, especially since it was a white guy playing him. And even though I'm not personally offended by it, I didn't find him very funny. Old movie that people love, and for good reason, people who watch it for the very first time probably won't like it. That was not my experience with it two years ago. <laughs> um, it's just funny. It's it's kind of a common thing that we all get together and plan on bashing a movie, and then we all end up liking it, telling the jokes in the movie. Mm-hmm. But then the person that writes in hates it, and so it's like goes against the <laughs> yeah. That seems to happen like almost so every time. So was the plan for us all to get here and bash on it? Was that the plan? Well, no, not bash on it, but uh, like, like I don't know. The, the, the more you talk about it, the more I'm liking it. You know, it's oh, yeah. you watch Kung Pao with me. <laughs> I do want to watch Kung Pao with you. I'm dead serious about having a sleepover. No, sleepover. Um, so we talked about it last time, and I think that it's a good point. Some movies have to be watched with a group of people. And I think when you watch, I would have rather watched this with you guys. I probably yeah. would have enjoyed it more. I think there are some movies that you have to watch with people, and when you watch it with someone. It uh, the 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 funny factor goes up. Yeah, and Reese, that's probably why you like it. you watch it with your I, friends. Yeah, it's true. So, um, full disclosure, too, I watched it twice. The first time I watched it, I was prepping for our D and D game, mm. and I was like, I don't even know what I just watched. <laughs> so I had to watch it again, like with like my eyes glued on it. it well, that's the that's the thing is that I, I we 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 talked about at one point. We talked about comedies and what makes a a, a movie funny. <clears throat> And it today when a movie's made, you can almost watch like a comedy. You can almost watch some of it passively because mm-hmm. they the jokes are huge. They're bigger jokes. They're not. I call nuanced. this the Melissa McCarthy effect. She just falls over and can't yeah. get her pants on. And it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be called the Chris Farley effect. It's true. Chris Farley did that. To be honest, but that makes me sad. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but. But like when we're talking about like we we recently talked about Don Knotts movies mm-hmm. and he does do big outlandish things. But when we talked about the movies that we liked, it was the subtle little nuances that made us laugh the hardest. Mm-hmm. His little and, sniffs. Yeah. Yeah. And those things just kill you. This for me is that this movie is that for me now. Yeah. Uh, if by far the funniest, like seriously. I laughed at all these different things. I laughed at him calling the moose a cow. I laughed at all that stuff. But when when Sam walks by his girlfriend and goes, bitch. That's, that's <laughs> seriously one of the funniest yeah. jokes in the whole if, movie. If and it's, it's this weird throwaway. It's one, one thing. It was really catty. Yeah, if you're super laughing catty. at something already, you're going to miss it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that, that's, that's what I love about the movie is I can watch it over and over and over again and I'm continually finding something new that I hadn't noticed before that just cracks me up even more like when Benson mum when he's talking about uh, she murdered herself in this room <laughs> like oh su- su- suicide oh no it was definitely murder she hated herself like that's a really funny joke to me but you could easily miss that if you're distracted 
even just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not watching it with people and I noticed it and still was like, okay. He's <laughs> okay. Distra- I like that. Ha. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I, cause I felt the same way as Troy. Um, when I was watching it, what Troy just said, or what Chris just read of what Troy said, that's exactly how I felt about the movie as I was watching it. And I got done and I was like, that's two, an hour and a half that I don't get back. Why, what, what's the deal? And now that I'm sitting here laughing about it with you guys, like I realized like, Oh no, like there was funny jokes throughout. And so when you condense the hour and a half into uh 15 minutes, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, just uh, talking about it, but also being with people where you can tell the jokes and then everybody laughs together. It, it makes we should make that a funny. rule from now on. If we're going to watch a, a recommended movie, we should watch it together. Yeah, I think I'm down for that. I'm I'm definitely down for that. That's a good that's a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. Ideas, <laughs> and then we can riff tracks it. That's no a good idea. We can record us watching it. <laughs> That would be so interesting. <laughs> anyway, I I'm really glad you guys watched this movie. Uh, I coming into it, I was expecting that not everybody was going to like it because it's because it's really silly. Yeah. Like it's a very silly movie. I mean, but I, we all like silly movies. It's true, all, but we all don't Scott, like the same like silly, silly movies. movies. But we, we don't all like the same silly movies, you know? Yeah. Um, we all have very similar tastes in movies, but then we also really don't don't at all. Like, we all love Skyfall, and you don't like Skyfall. Like, only half of us liked Venom. <laughs> yeah. Did you like Venom, Scott? I mean, I had mixed feelings. It's I, It wasn't a great movie, but I enjoyed it. Like, yeah. That's I, a, most people had the same experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> yeah, so... I, I was expecting that not everybody was going to love this movie, um, but I knew that we were all going to be able to laugh about stuff about it, and that's why I wanted to choose it. I also wanted to choose it because I was really grateful that I got introduced to Don Knotts movies, because mm-hmm. the ones that I watched, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and so I was hoping to maybe share this as well in that same spirit, old, funny movie. It's not anything like the comedy we get now. Yeah. Uh, it's nuanced. It's... Uh, it's it's clever. Even if it's silly, it's very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's man, it's just something that we're missing from comedies today. I just don't feel like we're getting great comedy like this anymore. Well, we're not getting great straight comedy. Yeah, we're we getting, get, we get, getting we're getting great comedy through other movies. Yeah, other genres of movies like like Deadpool. Are, yeah, that are I was that are say, like, the Marvel movies make me laugh. Yeah, yeah. they make me laugh Guardians really hard. Guardians. You're, you're injecting of- great comedy into other genres of movies, but just straight comedy movies, they're few and far between. Yeah, the good ones, the great ones. This this movie, as much as I love it and as much as it makes me laugh, it's a really bad movie. Like <laughs> <laughs> like we talked about the ending, it really is. It feels like it's just thrown away. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, well, let's just wrap this up here. <laughs> let's just throw this together. It was almost like in the editing room, like the real ending didn't work because yeah. of some reason. And it's like, oh, I guess we're just going to throw this together. And yeah, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> eh, not really at all. <laughs> no, like Clue had like four different endings. Yeah, this one did. Clue was. Like- there's plot holes in every single one of these, so let's just yeah. do the plot holiest episode or ending. And I felt like I felt like 
all of these actors were big actors. I was even thinking that too. All of these like big spooky house movies, they all have famous actors. Yeah. Like, have you guys seen Haunted Honeymoon with Gene Wilder? No. That movie's hilarious. I need to check it out. It's I love hilarious. Gene Wilder. It's the same concept, but he's on a honeymoon with, uh, I can't remember her name, Gilda Radner. They got married oh. from SNL. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those two got married, but the the mansion is haunted. Yeah. And he's the only one that ever sees things. Mm. And he does his Gene Wilder overacting. Like, Love it. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. But I feel like they spent most of the money on the actors. Oh, yeah. And so they couldn't get much more out of the story or a writer or the sets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was it was not a great movie, but I just I loved it so much. And like little things that they, they pay attention to and it just kind of builds to the overall story. Like it's not actually raining outside, but when they're in the house, it is. Like, <laughs> and, just and that, and that, that was all just to play to the to the um, to the joke where he opens the window and it's actually raining. Yes, and he goes, "It's actually raining." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the yeah, joke that, that he got wet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's the joke. It was like that's that, that huge build-up to the joke that he, his face got wet. <laughs> like a really bad comedian whose big whose big finish is like. I'm going to squirt you in the face with the fake flower on my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> waka, 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 waka. But that makes it, it's like almost endearing in a way. A little bit. <laughs> like it's so, I don't know, kind of how you feel about Kung Pao. Mm-hmm. It's really stupid. Oh, it's so stupid. But it's super endearing to you. Very. And that's kind of how I feel about it. if Kung Pao movie. had Maggie Smith and Peter Fogg and Peter <laughs> Sellers and, uh, James Cromwell and Ali Guinness. Kung Pao Alec just Guinness. has Bob Odenkirk's brother. <laughs> his name it. I don't even know. Steve. <laughs> Is it Steve Odenkirk? Steve Odenkirk? Steve Odenkirk, I think so. I'll look it up right now. Steve and uh, and then hey, Steve. the movie. <laughs> Not, the yeah, whoever Steve those Odenkirk. Chinese people were. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, are we going to give a, a rankings? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Sure, yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, a gun emoji pointed at a clown head emoji. <laughs> okay. Pointed at a clown head emoji. Yeah, that, that that I think that describes my feelings. Man, I feel like I need to look at some emojis. Well, I don't ever use emojis. I'm gonna use uh, the brand new haunted house emoji. <laughs> okay, with a okay. uh, laughing emoji right next to it, but then the emoji next to it is confusion because you don't know why you laughed. Okay. You know, I, re- I really thought this one out. I'm going to use the Frenchman and the police officer and a heart. <laughs> <laughs> He's not French. He's a Belgian. <laughs> I'm not a Frenchy. I'm a Belgian. That Belgi. made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it was a good joke. I'll do the uh, finger pointing emoji and the okay emoji. All right. So, sex? <laughs> It was it was a o. I was pointing to something that's a okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so sex? Nope. <laughs> sex is a okay. Indeed. <laughs> and how? I mean, yeah, sex is great. But have you guys ever got off of work four hours early? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right. So uh, next time we're doing Troy's episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh. Best, best Netflix special? Yeah, he wants to do or best, best best Netflix original, original TV show. I'm not sure if he wants to do bet like a goat as much as he wants all of us just to bring our own and and talk. Like about a Cold Bow recommends, like our Halloween episode. Cold Bow recommendations. Yeah, 
Because you guys should listen to us. Yeah. 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 Because we know what we're talking about. I actually got somebody to watch Norseman. Oh, really? I specifically, our our podcast. Okay. And then they said, yeah, I was watching it. It was super funny. And then there was a graphic um, gay sex scene, and my wife thought less of me, so I had to turn it off. (laughs) Don't you hate when you're watching those graphic gay sex scenes and your wife walks in on you? And I've only seen the first two episodes, so I was like, I'm sorry. I don't don't know what you're talking about. It'll get there. This morning, I, I was laying in bed. And uh, I don't like where this is going. No, and I turned off. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of graphic games, no, just speaking. Speaking of turning, turning, like watching something, and your wife not being very appreciative of what you're watching. Mm-hmm. I turned make, on the new. Make the setup of that. Well, I, I turned on the Adam Sandler has a new special on. Netflix, oh yeah, it's a new comedy special. Oh dude, he gets. I turned it on, and in like the first sixty seconds, he uses the f bomb like fifteen times. Yeah. And my wife just looked at me, and she's like, "Honey," and I was like, "All right, I'll turn it off." <laughs> dude, he, his uh, his jokes about. What he does with his wife is like he's like, dude, back up a little bit. <laughs> but that's what he's always Maybe been. He's trying to yeah. prove himself again. He's like, you guys don't think I'm funny anymore, huh? But yeah, it was actually a decent special. I, I enjoyed it because his movies suck. <laughs> yeah, I still watch every single one of them though. They're, the the uh, like law of averages now. His movies are more bad than good. Oh, for sure. It's, that Sandy Wexler one that he did was so bad. I have not seen a single Netflix Adam Sandler movie. You should watch Ridiculous Six. The Ridiculous Six was it's actually funny. pretty good. It's it, really it's really if stupid. You turn your brain completely off. Yeah. and just watch it. Just. I mean, my brain is a constant monkey with symbols anyway. <laughs> You'll Okay, Jacob from Twilight, yeah. seeing him play a mentally handicapped kid is hilarious. That's kind of a thing, though. It's That's true. Funny. He doesn't have to try. And then also watching Terry Crews play the piano. See, that's what funny. I'm talking about. Like, I, I walked upstairs and my brother was watching it and... One of the the guy from the Lost, the guy from Lost, was telling oh, the a big story fat guy? about how somebody had sex with his mom. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm done. No, yeah, dude, it's, it's funny. Vanilla Ice is t- Mark Twain. Yeah, Mark Twain. And Blake, Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton was uh, Colonel. Is he Custer? really in that? Yes. I have no interest, dude. In dude it it's is, it's a funny movie. It is a, it's a funny one. Have like, you seen it, Scott? No. Honestly, <laughs> I can't stand. Are they Adam. selling you on you? No. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh man. It's, well, we make no mistake. It's really dumb. Oh yeah, it's bad. But it's funny. Like I said, turn your brain off and just. We've gotten to that point where we're rambling again, so I think we're just going to end right here. Because we enjoy the sound of our voices. <laughs> it's true. Some of us more than others. Finish. We're going to go ahead and finish up and uh, say see you next time when we're going to talk about Netflix specials. All right, y'all. Peace. Boy. Boy.